All right, tune in to SNY this Sunday at noon for the debut of the network's all-new program, Jets Pre-Game Live. All right, so I don't know about pre. you got to watch the post because, you know what, here's why. Because after, like, a bad loss, like, but now I know they're just going to lose, like, it might be expected, but you could always have Ray go off during the, you know, Ray would just go off and scream, you know, like a, like a madman, you know, and go crazy. And then you get Westoff involved, and he'd go off like a madman. So you had the two of them going crazy, and it was fun to watch. That's why I liked it. I like when they get on everybody. Uh, so you can watch that on SNY when the Jets lose. Just turn on Ray and have him go nuts on everybody for like 20 minutes. Uh, you know, can't, how do you miss this check off? How do you miss this guy down the field? I mean, what are you doing? So, and Ray joins us now. Ray, welcome. How are you? Mikey, how you doing, my brother? How's Good. everything going? How are you? How's everything? Everything's all right, man. I can't complain. Good. I mean, uh, how are you uh, feeling, first of all? I'm, how are you feeling? I'm, I'm all right. You feeling I'm good? Lost about yeah, I lost about fifty-five pounds. My uh, my my surgeon, Doctor McInerney, told me either lose the weight or get double knee replacement. So I figured it's about that time to lose that weight. So. And and how's everything else? Like well, the stuff you've been going, we were going through. You feeling better? Yeah, everything's you know good. Once you lose the weight, man, everything kind of comes together for you. You know what I mean? Plus, you know, you know my wife. I'm bringing sexy back, so she's a little bit happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, uh, give me your give me your your uh, big picture of the Jets season. Well, I mean, listen, defense is going to be good. Uh, you know, you get Adams in that secondary, which to me, again, you know, Mike McCagnan had some, you know, one of the best, say, uh, if not the best, one of the best defensive players in the whole entire draft, falling to his lap uh, in the first round. Um, to me, the defense will be strong. Uh, you do lose Sheldon Richardson. Um, the only thing I'm really upset about that, I knew he was going, but you know because of his all field stuff, Mike, they didn't get what they should have got. From no, him. you weren't. He, you so weren't going talented. to though. You weren't going to because I, I you know that. he was damaged goods. You know that. You know he's he's but, but he's got to get past the idea that he's a clubhouse lawyer. You know. Well, of course, you know what I mean. But at the same time, the talent level on that kid is just there's no ceiling. I agree. I mean, but he has to make a decision if he wants to be a star, or you know he wants to be you know. Whatever else. Well, he'll be, be no, he'll be good in that, and he'll be very good there because the peer pressure to play well will be very big on that defense. Well, not to mention he's in Seattle, which has one of the best defensive yep. lines already going out. Anyway, yep. you add Sheldon Richardson to it. Yep. I mean, and, and don't forget, Pete Carroll is one of those kind of coaches where, you know, sometimes those trouble guys, you know what I mean? He, they fit in well with Pete Carroll for some reason. Right. Uh, Tell me your thought process when you hear the fans talk about how they want to lose all the games this year. I said, I mean, they don't understand what they what what they're really asking for. You know, there, there's there's grown men in that building at the Jets facility, and you know, I, I'm not going to go sweat and bleed with somebody just to go out and lay an egg. I mean, we're just not built that way. You know, football players are a little crazy anyway to start out with. But when we get on that field, if there's somebody with a different color jersey, you know, we just want to kill them. We just want to come out with the victory. So there, the, the word tanking, in, in my, you know, it was never in my vocabulary. And these are grown men we're talking about that are working for a goal. And listen, are the Jets young? Yes. Do they have quarterback questions? Of course. Do they have offensive line questions? Yes. Do they have? Do they need wide receiver help? Of course. But you know, if you buy into the system, there was a time when Parcells when we were one and six. And, you know, he said, I'm putting this kid in. I don't care if we lose every game. And we found a way to win some games. You won all but so, one of them. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and like, you know, like I'm saying, listen, I think Todd Bowles, to me, is one of those guys where you could look at him because he's a Super Bowl champion. He's done it. He knows what the players are going through so they can relate, you know. And, I, you know, I, I don't agree with some of the moves, Mike. You know, what they did to David Harris to me was was uncalled for for a guy that's, you know, a blue pail guy, blue yes. pants, lunch to work every a day. A good guy, yes. Team and tackles. Yep. 
You know, you tell me what guy was more of a jet than David Harris. No, he was. I agree with that. You no, know? I agree with that. But like you know, Nick Mangold, he's not even on the roster right now. And at first, I'm thinking this guy's going to be could be a future Hall of Famer, and he's not on the roster. So maybe you know, this is why I'm not a GM and I just talk about football. But um, again, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Do I think they could beat the Bills this weekend? I really do. Well, if ever, listen, we'll see. I don't know how bad the Bills are, but let's see. Let's be honest. They're going to have to have these games really fall into place. They're going to have to get some turnovers. They're going to have to be yep. mistake free on and play good field position game. Give me a. We're talking with Ray Lewis. You can, uh, Ray Lucas. You can watch him on uh, SNY each week. Uh, he's there now, pre and post. So uh, he's not just there after the game. He's there before the game. Now, give me a little scouting report. Your scouting report on. Each of the quarterbacks. We'll start with the veteran. Give me give me well, the scouting well, report on McCown. Well, McCown, I was at the Jets luncheon, and he stood next to me. And, I mean, you remember Drago from Rocky Yeah, Ford? he's big. He's big. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. Mike, I really, for the first time, felt short. Yeah, he's big. In my entire life. You know, when I was, like, I was, when I was around Jumbo Elliott, when I used to look, to look at him, up to him, and, you know, he'd be standing there. Uh, I, listen, I think this is how it was going to go. I don't think Josh McCown played that much in the preseason because they knew he was going to start. You know, they really wanted to get a good look at Christian Hackenberg. So when you look at Josh McCown, you're looking at a guy who knows this offense that could be a mentor, you know, to the young guys. Um, when you look at Bryce Petty, again, played solid, you know, in the preseason. And I, I think he played really, really well. But here, here's the thing. You know, you talk about Christian Hackenberg. I've never heard of anyone in my entire lifetime watching the NFL get an NFL red shirt. I don't even know what the hell that is. And for him to go out there, you know, and play, and, you know, at times looked good and at times didn't. But, you know, is this because the Jets didn't even give him a shot when you have five wins on a season? You don't get this kid in the game? You know, at that point, it's not throwing him to the Wolves. At that point, it's just getting him some, some you know, some getting some reps, some live action. You know, so I think the Jets might have shot themselves in the foot not playing him last year. I think that was a big mistake. What did um, you see I from think? him in the uh, – give me what you thought of his performance in the preseason. Well, again, there was a couple things that bothered me. You know, when you see a guy that's checking out of a play and it goes down to zero all the time, he had two delayed game calls, and a couple times uh, Todd Bowles called timeout, which means one or two things. He's not reading the defense, or he's not seeing what the defense is doing, or he's having a tough time changing the play. But, again, in this day and age in the NFL, to Hackenberg's defense is when I played, you know, when you got your hands on the center, they usually kind of had to declare what the defense was going to be. Because any defense you're looking at when you first look at it, it's not, that's not the defense that you're going to be playing against. Right. You know what I mean? So yep. they're getting a lot read. better yep. at that yep. part of it. And, again, I go back to the same thing I said before. This kid should have been played a lot last, last year towards the end of the season. You know, Fitzpatrick should have been on the bench, or should I say Fitz, Fitzpatrick or Pitts, Pixpatrick, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> back there last year. Um, so, again, I don't know. I mean, am I still – Undecided if Hackerberg could do it, yeah. I didn't see anything. Do you, that do you my see? Mind. Do you see anything in terms that you liked better in terms of just his ability to throw the ball to the right team? Well, well, here's the thing with with, with Christian. He's a big individual, and he's got a big arm. There, there's no throw on the field that he can't make. I, I think if the game slows down for him, you know, eventually. And I think it will, like with any quarterback. I mean, for me to be behind Vinny, I, I had the benefit of him being my, you know, my tutor. I mean, he taught me how to eat, taught me how to lift, taught right. me how to study. Um, I think Hackenberg needs some more classroom time. I think he needs to see some more looks and that kind of stuff. 
Am I going to rule him out and say that he can't be a quarterback in the NFL? Absolutely not. And then you, know? you had, and you had to also go in there and throw in practice with Vinny, which would make anyone else sick anyway, because Vinny could throw in practice as well as anyone who ever played. Oh my God, yeah. And then it was always, you know, with me and as it should be with anybody, was he has what I want. What am I going to do to get that? You know what I mean? And I think, you know, I'm not sure if that's the way things are anymore. Can McCown bring that? Now, listen, you would have brought that kind of scrappiness. We're talking about Ray Lucas. You would have brought that scrappiness to the to the to the lineup. We know that. That's who you are. That's the, can McCown do that, or is it such a nurturing situation that they've put there with the lack of talent on offense? Is it is it really not something he will try to do as a veteran guy, as far as trying to light a fire under that group? Well, I, I think as a quarterback, he has to, you know. I mean, when you look at McCown, he's not afraid to, to run the football and try to die for the X yards. But that being said, he's also a guy that never finishes a season because of his gutsy play. You right. know what I mean? I think right now he's got to play smart. You know, the days of third and one, well, like again, I say, Mike, I'm saying to do it, but I just, I'm not built that way. If it's third and one and there's a shot, I'm going to take a shot. I'm going to try to deliver the shot, but I'm going to get that first down. You know what I mean? And, but everybody's bigger and faster now, Mike. You know, I'm looking at these games, and I'm seeing the size of these guys and looking at what they do the 40 in. You know, it's a lot faster. I think the biggest difference for me watching now is just the guys are bigger and faster, and it's a little bit more violent. You know what I mean? So I just don't know. Is the quarterback going to be answered if the Jets lose every game? How, how do you know that? You know what I mean? There's such a drought in quarterbacks in the NFL right now. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. I actually called my mother. And I told her you had me too damn early. What's yeah. the matter with you? Well, listen, there's a couple of waiting in this draft at the top that everyone's looking at. So that's you know everyone, everyone. That's the, that's what the that's what the idea of the prize is. That's what the fans are all caught up in is watching these California quarterbacks thinking one's coming to the team next year. Well, I mean, everybody wishes, you know. I mean, I'm sure the Cleveland Browns when Couch was drafted, they were like, "All right, our savior's here." And uh, you know, I you know, I know I can't curse on your show, but he pooped the bed. You know what what I mean? is the you know? what 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 would the what's the thing that you think uh, is 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 holding Hackenberg back the most? What what do you think that it is that or what would have to be done to elevate his chance to play? Well, well here's the thing, Mike, and there's no substitute for this. When you're a backup quarterback in the NFL and in practice, you might get three reps of practice. Might, and I'm being I'm being generous. You know, when you're a guy like Hackenberg, you need turns, you need work. You need, you know, you need to be have that that practice time where you can get kind of sort of game speed because practice. I don't care what anybody says; it's not game speed. You know what I mean? You get out there and you're like, "Holy crap, this is faster." That window is smaller when you're throwing that out route. You know, when you're in practice, you're like, "Oh, I got this," and when you're in the game, you're like, "Damn, that was close." You know what I mean? So the game speed is totally different. He just needs more reps, and that's. I'm still going back to the same thing I said before. There's no reason why. He should have got a medical, or not even a medical, just a red shirt. I mean, what the hell is that? You know, we're talking about Ray Lucas. You know, the other guy, Petty is a guy that, to me, looks like the kind of guy who's going to be in the league 15 years as a backup. Yep. He, he's, you know, he, he looks the part. He can run the show. You could put him in an emergency, but he's not going to be a starting quarterback. That's what he looks at. He looks like one of those guys who's going to be around here forever. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, because... I said in the beginning of this, this whole shenanigans that I thought somebody would trade for Bryce Petty. You know, because again, there's barren desert of quarterbacks and backup quarterbacks. There's not that much quality around. And Mike, I agree with you because he's got moxie too, which I really like about Bryce Petty. You know, he says and, and, and does all the right things. Like he said, I'm not here to be a backup. 
You know what I mean? I, I for me, I like that because a lot of quarterbacks don't say that. Oh, I'm here. I'm going to learn. No, I, whatever I got to do to get that starting job, he wants to do. Now, did I see enough out of Bryce Petty that he could be a starting quarterback and change things in, in, in the in the you know the land of the QB? I'm not sure, but I definitely agree with you because he's got a big arm too, and he's and he's confident and he's got his moxie. And from what I hear from the guys at, at, at the Jets, you know the guys in the huddle with them, he's a he's a commander of that offense. You know what I mean? He's the chief and they're the Indians. And that's exactly what this, you know, what you need in the quarterback is that, you know, I'll, don't worry about everything. I got it. And that's what a quarterback's supposed to do. That's why they get paid the $30 million a year. Right right now, can McCown be, be selfish and just worry about himself and worry about his starting job? Or does he have to each week go in that room and work and make sure these young guys are learning? Well, I think it's you got to have a good combination of both. You know, right now you have to focus on the task at hand, which is, you know, putting your best foot forward, taking care of the football, and trying to win football games. But at the same time, I mean, I was that guy where Bryce Petty and Christian Hackenberg was, and it wasn't like Vinny was was going out of his way to teach me. But if I asked a question, he would spend an hour teaching me about it. And if I didn't get it, he would stay with me and tell me, all right, Ray, this is what we're going to do. We're going to watch film and get get a whole real cut for me so I can understand exactly what he's talking about. So to me, that mentor aspect of it has to be there for Josh McCown. He has to do that for Christian Hackenberg. He has to do that for Bryce Petty. You know, I think that's part of the game. You know, if you want to competition makes everybody better. Period. You know what I mean? So to me, you know, I, I, I would be a little bit more focused on, you know, plays, um, schemes. What am I looking at? What do they do? What's their tendencies on third down? Third and seven. What's their tendencies on third and short? What's their tendencies on third and three? Um, to me, all that stuff is important, and, and I think Josh has a really good handle of that stuff. It's just, Mike, when you look at this in a nutshell, it's, it's just really not that much talent on that offensive side of football. There's and none. You know Let's be honest. Mike. There's none. And they There's have no really offensive line. They have Forte and Bilal, and Bilal Powell could play on any team. Other than that, they don't have a lot of quality NFL players on that I'm offense. Saying, and you know how this game is. 47 to, what was it yesterday, 42 to 27? Okay. Yes. I mean, yeah. you got to score points to beat teams in this league. And look, and just take Kansas City, and people don't rave about Kansas City. Look at the players. Do people realize how good Hill is, how good Kelsey is? They realize how good he those has, guys are? He, and he's got so many weapons. But here's the best thing about your boy Smith. You want to talk about accuracy. Hey, he knows I mean, what he, he can do and knows what he can't do. That's the, that's the bottom line. Exactly, and he, he should if he wanted to. You know what I mean? That's accuracy, and he and he takes care of the football. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about one. He played against one of the best defenses in the NFL a year ago, the New England Patriots. Yeah, top of the you know top five in defense takeaways. I think it was only they only gave up 14 points a game a year ago. And let's be honest, so talk- they're not going to ask him to put the ball outside the numbers. You know that they're not going to ask no him. Way. Yeah, no way. No to way. Get, you know, but listen, Drew Brees is going to the Hall of Fame. He's never put the ball outside the numbers. Boy, and here's the funny part: on that one touchdown the hill. Did you see Alex Smith's face when he tried to let that go? He was like, oh, crap, he's open. He had to put his rear end, his shoulder, Well, that's knees, why they elbow. got Mahomes. You know, last year they felt he could have hit him two or three times in the game, yeah. and he couldn't he get him the ball. Him. He couldn't get him couldn't the ball. No. Well, you saw him. He, he, I thought he was throwing from his shoelace, for crap's sake. He loaded that ball up and let it go. But, you know, again, 
even in Kansas City, everybody's like, we want Mahomes to go. Well, that's because Mahomes, Mahomes got the 99-mile-an-hour fastball. You know that. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we've seen, we've seen uh, what's his name from the Yankees, Rivera, get crushed, too, when, when he came in, you know, to save the game in the ninth inning. 90-mile-an-hour right. fastball isn't always what you need. How many, how many games, we're talking with Ray Lucas, uh, you see him on SNY. Uh, tell me how many games the Jets are going to win this year. Oh, man, it's tough. Because I would, I, realistically, the, would you be shocked if they won six? I, I would say that would be a great season for the New York Jets. Just because of their strength of schedule, Mike. You see the games where they have to play. you got to see where they go. You know, But in the first five games, they could definitely win three. I think they could beat Buffalo. I think they could beat Miami. The, the, the Raiders, ooh, they scare no me chance. to death. No chance. They scare me to death. Their defense is going to be ridiculous. Their offense is going to be. I mean, they had two receivers over a thousand yards the last time that happened. And Mac could Wright get Mac Mac could get eight sacks against the Jets. Yeah, well, you you wouldn't be lying at all. I mean, there probably could be a good tendency, but I, I do think Todd Bowles would be up for the coach of the year if he got six to eight. I mean, eight. For, yeah, that would well, be. I know. I, yeah. I, I'm saying six. I'm giving you six. Six would be a lot, but you six. think they can win this week? Yeah, hundred percent. Do you like Taylor or not like Taylor? I do like Taylor because he's a dual threat quarterback. Not only does he have the big arm, but he he's, he's a great thrower on the run. Yeah. The thing that scares me most he about can't throw anything is, underneath though at all. He has no touch no, underneath. No, because, none. No, he's got no. He's got a little bit of accuracy problems. Yeah, the thing that just me a little. Most about Buffalo, just a little. Yeah. Yeah, it's their offensive line. I would say it's the second best in the NFL. You got Shady in there. I think they led the league in rushing last year at a buck sixty four. So. You know, to me, more or less, um, if they can stop the run and force and force them to throw the football to beat them, I think the Jets might be in there. So I do think – and plus, you're playing Buffalo, it's in September. It's not in January or December where it's like, you know, uh, it's freezing out there. I mean, and the fans, to be totally honest with you, sorry to Buffalo fans, but once they get down, they shut the hell up. So, you know, the noise, everybody keeps telling me noise, noise, noise. Yeah, they have noise when they're winning. When they're losing, it's quiet as a mouse in that stadium. Well, that's telling the truth. It is. And I tell you, it's going to be fun to watch these uh, safeties, though, because Adams is going to be a tremendous player. He's going to be a – even on a bad team, I, I don't know if he'll get a little disconcerted because he's probably not used to losing a whole lot. But he uh, – I tell you, he's going to be a big-time player, a really well, big-time player. Mike, I- I'm telling you, this guy's going to be a perennial pro bowler. I totally agree. Um, he's going to be an all-pro player. I totally agree. And, and, you know, when you, the funniest thing to me was people asking me, like, well, compare him to Pryor. No, I'm not going to freaking compare him to no. Pryor. Pryor's watching TV like me at home right no. now. No, Pryor. I mean, it's not even close. Oh, it's please. It's not even close. You're talking about range. You're talking about a guy that can come up and tackle. You're talking about a guy, to me, who was definitely the best safety in the whole. In my board, when I did the draft, I had him gone at three. Oh, he's a this guy's a this guy's going to come in and have the impact on a team that a Ronnie Lott had. He's going to have exactly. A, he is, uh, and you know what, Mike? People might say you're crazy. I would disagree. I think you're absolutely right on point. I think this kid could be one of the best safeties that this game has ever seen before. I agree. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be a an all pro safety. I really do. I think he's going to yep. be a top of the league safety. The, the wonder is you wonder how demoralized the defense gets. If the offense is ju- this offense could be all time bad. Uh, they have they don't have any firepower. Plus they don't have a good offensive line. No, and, and you know how the offensive line works. They get better with age. So the longer this season goes, the better they're going to get. I mean, listen, Carpenter to me is a mauler. You know, he's a jumbo Elliott. You know, I, I thought um, at Winters, I, I think he's getting better. He's okay. You know what I mean? He's okay. He, he, he's 
he had he was struggling early last year, but at towards the towards the end, he was playing. No, he got well. better. He he got better. How many losses, Ray? How many how many losses would you go before you go to the bullpen for the quarterbacks? For the quarterback, yeah, I'm I'm I probably go six. So once you that lo- Monday after the Monday night in New England, that's after when that? I would make the change. Yeah, definitely after the Monday night because you don't really want to get him totally embarrassed on TV on Monday night, especially going up to Boston. Do you think you they? I mean? Do you think they uh, want to give Petty, or do you think it's still all Hackenberg? I mean, forget how they line him up right now. Do you think they still care about seeing Petty, or they just want to see if they can what, what Hackenberg can do? I, I actually think it's coming down to the point, Mike, where and, and this is no knock on Petty because we talked about him a lot already. You know what I mean? I think he's going to be in the league a very long time. I think in the right situation, if he gets a shot. Um, I think he'll be all right. You know, he can maybe compete. But right now, I think when you draft a guy that would have been there in the fifth round, in the second round, you have to find out about Hackenberg right now. So after week six, he's in there no matter what. Win, lose, draw, you lose by 50, you lose by 60. It doesn't matter. You have to find out about him right now. And, and if he's not the guy for you, you got to get him off your roster, period. All right, you can see Ray Lucas on Sunday now on SNY. They're going to have, uh, right now, let me tell you that you can. they have the network's all-new program, Jets pregame live. 12 SN- o'clock, yeah, it's going to be a good show. There you go. Uh, and then you get on after the game, which is must-watch after they lose, especially for bad losses, because you got to see Ray the first five, seven oh, yeah, minutes. I, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely need a team of psychiatrists. No, they, no, the best is like when they're walking off and you're like yelling at them when they're walking off. That's, <laughs> that's my favorite. That's, that's my favorite. That's it. Well, Thanks, Ray. How we do? Yeah, I love it. Oh, it's my favorite thing. If they lose, watch you as they're walking off and they got the camera on them and you're yelling at all the players as they're walking off. <laughs> See you, Ray. Well, thanks. thanks for having me, Mike. My pleasure. Congratulations on a great Thank career, you. brother. Thank you. Ray you Lucas, uh, back after this.